Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And, you know, considering that we caught President Obama and sleepy Joe Biden spying on our campaign, treason, we'll probably be entitled to another four more years after that. I want to thank you and Art and Brandon. You're incredible. I know, I've known you now a long time. Right from the beginning, we had the chemistry. We had that good chemistry. I'll sit down. You know, it's 122 degrees in this place. And we have our great governor. Governor, can we make it a little bit, just a little? This is like a test. You think Joe Biden could do this? I don't think so. I don't think so. So I'm thrilled to be in Yuma, Arizona, to proudly accept the endorsement of the National Border Patrol Council. That's a big deal. And they are, they are great friends of mine. And we're building the wall. We'll be up to next week. We'll be up to 300 miles of incredible wall. Incredible. And our numbers are the best. We, uh, we are very uh, tough at the border. When people want to come in for our farmers, et cetera, et cetera, we're not going to hurt our farmers. But we've never had better numbers than we have right now. And that's been helped because we're at a little bit over 280 miles right now. We have never been helped like this wall. There are two things in a thousand years you can come back. Two things will never. You know, with technology, it's obsolete before you even put it in the box, right? But two things never get old. Wheels and walls, right? Wheels and walls. If you come back in a thousand years, you'll say, well, we still have wheels and walls, and that's the only thing you'll recognize. The National Border Patrol Council is the official union representing the incredible heroes of the United States Border Patrol. They've been my friends from the beginning to every border agent. And I just met some unbelievable people backstage. These are great people. And every family member here today, you have earned the everlasting gratitude of our nation, and I want to thank you very much. Thank you very much. As you know better than anyone, the survival of our nation is at stake in this election. And I will tell you, I never thought I'd say it because we had a great election. We had a great election a little while ago. Four years ago, I never thought I'd say anything could compete with 2016. This election that we're going into is the most important election in the history of our country. Because we had crooked Hillary, but this is something these people are sick, and we have to make sure that this radical left, socialist, and beyond, because this is beyond socialism, this isn't so, this is beyond socialism, that it doesn't happen, or we will indeed have Venezuela on steroids, so we can't do it. Most important election, November 3rd, get out and vote. Joe Biden is the puppet of the radical left-wing movement that seeks the complete elimination of America's borders and boundaries. They want to take the wall down. They don't want to have borders. They want to have sanctuary cities. Lots of bad things they want, following orders from his boss, I guess his new boss is Bernie Sanders. Can you believe this? 
crazy Bernie. Joe Biden has pledged to abolish immigration enforcement, suspend all removals, provide free government health care, and, and, you know, they want to give it to illegal aliens. You don't get it. You don't get it. Restore catch and release, shield violent criminal aliens. This is what they want to do and give every illegal alien on the planet Earth a free ticket to invent an asylum claim and gain automatic admission into our country. We will have people coming into our country that never even thought of it before. You get free education. You get free health care. Why wouldn't they come? Let's go to America. The Biden plan would unleash a flood of illegal immigration like the world has never seen. It's crazy. Biden's plan is the most radical, extreme, reckless, dangerous, and deadly immigration plan ever put forward by a major party candidate. It must be defeated, and it will be defeated on November 3rd. It will be defeated. At last night's Democrat convention, which, by the way, got very bad ratings, I have to tell you, unity. They talk about unity. They want to bring unity. And then you listen to Michelle Obama's speech, which was obsolete by the time it got there. She taped it. No, no, she taped the speech. It was obsolete. She must have taped it about three weeks before. She couldn't even look. Number one, I'd like to tape. Maybe I'll tape. My, I'm speaking next Thursday. Maybe I'll tape it, but I don't think that goes. That's so much nicer to tape it. You do it. Nice air-conditioned room. She not only taped it, but tell me, when you hear a divisive speech, you know, they talk about me as being a divider. I'm not a divider. I bring people together. We were bringing people together. We were bringing people together like never before. Success was bringing everyone together, and then we got hit with the China virus. But we were bringing people together. But one of the opening speakers last night said that America will go to hell if we don't have open borders. Think of that. Go to hell. When a country doesn't have borders, you don't have a country. You don't have a country. Today, a Democrat speaker at the convention said, we're talking about abolishing the police. We're talking about abolishing ICE. We're talking about abolishing prisons. Biden's campaign has turned into a cult for open border and other zealots. By the way, they want to double and triple your taxes. They want to increase regulations. They want to spend very little money on our vets, and they want, after we took care of our vets better than anyone's, 91% approval rate. And they want to spend much less on our military. We've totally rebuilt $2.5 trillion. We've totally rebuilt our military. Bernie Sanders declared in his speech, Many of the ideas that just a few years ago were considered radical are now mainstream. That's Bernie Sanders, okay? Because Joe, look, let's, he doesn't know where he is. But if he did, he's been brought so far left that our country will not be the country that we know it. It will have problems. It will go down. Your stocks will be gone. Your 401ks will disappear. And right now, who has a 401k? All right. And then the rest of you, many of you have stocks, and you do it a different way. 
That will go down 50, 60, 70 percent, 80 percent. And if you held on, like I said to do, we went down a little while when we got hit with the virus. Now, NASDAQ just broke an all-time record. S&P just broke an all-time record. Socialism is the mainstream of the Biden campaign, and it's not the mainstream of America. Remember, I said we will never have a socialist country. We will never have a socialist country. On November 3rd, the people of Arizona, our great state, we love Arizona. I won it last time by a lot. And I hear we're going to win it by even more this time. Don't forget, last time I talked, I said, we're going to give you tax cuts. I gave them to you. I said, we're going to give you massive regulation cuts. We're going to give you great everything. We even did right to try medicine. You know all about that. We did things that I didn't even talk about it. We did. We did a thing called the Space Force. You never heard me talking about. I'm the only candidate that gave you more than I promised in the campaign. It's true. I'm the only one ever, maybe ever. But we'll head to the polls, and together we'll stop the left and win four more years in the White House. We're joined today by some incredible people, friends of mine, great, great people. And I want to congratulate your governor, because we had a spike, and he knocked that spike out so fast. I don't know. Are you sure you even had a spike, Doug? Doug Ducey, a great governor, a great man, and uh, somebody that won by about 16 or 17 points. That's not so bad. And I think you're more popular today. What a job you've done. Thank you very much, Doug. A friend of mine and somebody who is a great fighter pilot, and I had a lot of people tell me she could really wield the warthog, right? The warthog. She said, I love that plane, but she was a great, great fighter pilot. One of the best, they were telling me. This was a group, and they knew her very well. A lot of friends you have. And uh, specifically, she said, could you extend that plane? That's the best plane. It never breaks down. It just is a winner. But Martha McSally is an extraordinary person, and she's fighting for us, and she's helping us, and we have to bring her into the Senate. Thank you, Martha. And she's running against a gentleman who is, uh, when you read what he's done, when you read what he said about the Second Amendment and about all other things, you're not going to want to vote for them. You're not going to want to have them play with your Second Amendment. I'll tell you what, if I weren't president, I don't believe, Doug, you'd have a Second Amendment right now. I don't think you'd have. The pressure that was put on to get rid of it or to basically obliterate it, make it so it's meaningless, you will always have the right to bear arms. You will always have that. A few friends of mine who are warriors, Paul Gosser, Paul, where's Paul? Paul, stand up, will you? Paul Gosser. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Great job you're doing. These are warriors. They really are. When uh, they went and they tried to make a play at your president, they had to get through the House. What were we, 197 and nothing? That's never happened before. Everybody came together. The Republicans came. Other than Mitt Romney, one half a vote one half a brain. Another friend of mine, an incredible fighter and somebody that loves this state, and I'll tell you, the Freedom Caucus, right? And we have a man named Andy Biggs here. He's a fighter.
He's a fighter. And he loves our vets, and he loves our military, and you love our Second Amendment, right? And we're not going to do anything with it. They will destroy that Second Amendment. Just remember I said it, but you're not going to have to worry about it because it's not going to happen. A woman who really distinguished herself, she became a star. She became a star overnight. There was nobody tougher. There was nobody smarter. There was nobody better than Debbie Lesko. Great job, Debbie. Thank you. We want her on our side, right, fellas? We got to have her on our side. Also, thanks to Arizona Republican Party Chairman. I knew this was going to happen. I knew that she was going. She never stops. She never gives up. Kelly Ward. Kelly, thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Great job you're doing. Are we winning? Okay, good. I think we are. That's what they say. We better win. If we don't win, this country's in big trouble. Big trouble. Also, a, a great friend of all of ours, former State Treasurer of Arizona, Jeff DeWitt. Thank you, Jeff. And a man who didn't choke under pressure. I don't even know if he's here. I think he might be here. He never choked. He kicked for 11 years. You know what that is? You ever see a golfer, they miss a three-footer. They miss a three-footer. They can't, they can't take it back. They choke, choke, choke. Well, kickers are the same, right? NFL kickers. This guy lasted 11 years. He's one of the best kickers ever. NFL kicker, Jay Feely. Where's Jay? Where is Jay? He's here someplace. Where is he? Where? Jay! What happened? You couldn't get a good seat, Jay. Huh? I remember the 61-yarder. That was a heartbreaker, right? But the only thing is, I'll bet you this man would stand, only stand, for our national anthem. That's one thing. That's one thing I can tell you. And if they don't stand for our flag, if they don't stand for our national anthem, I turn off the game. Other than that, I'd like to watch, but I turn off the game. And by the way, I thought they learned that lesson a little while ago. I thought they learned that lesson two years ago, but maybe not. But they will. They'll learn it again. It'll take — this time it'll go even faster. For decades, Washington politicians like Biden allowed an endless supply of illegal foreign labor to decimate American jobs and wages. Also, the crime was incredible what happened. They allowed criminal gangs to menace Maine and terrorize innocent citizens. They came in, they would maim and terrorize. And we have done something with our Border Patrol. And by the way, ICE, ICE is great. ICE has taken out thousands and thousands of MS-13. And you don't want the job. There's some tough people here. None of you want the job. It's a tough job, but they like it. And they're great patriots, and they've done a fantastic job. They ceded control of the border to the most dangerous and ruthless cartels on Earth. This is what would happen they have ceded, and what we've done. Did you ever notice the caravans? What happened to the caravans? What happened? Debbie, there are no more caravans. What happened? What happened to the caravans? They don't come up anymore. The caravans don't come up. You know, we were paying hundreds of millions of dollars to Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador. Hundreds of millions, and I said, uh, well, why are we doing that? And they wouldn't take. When we caught a murderer, 
and we wanted to bring it back to one of those countries. They wouldn't take them. And they wouldn't take them under the Obama administration. So we got stuck with them because they'd fly in, they'd say, don't land your plane. And I said something very simple. I said, that's okay. We don't have to do that. We're not going to pay you anymore. We stopped payment. We stopped payment. It's amazing how that works, Doug, right? We stopped payment, and they called. They said, we'd love to take them. We'd be honored to take them. So we take them back by the thousands, by the thousands. They let lethal, poisonous drugs pour freely into our schools and our communities, but no more. It's not happening anymore. The cruel and heartless betrayal of the American people ended the day I took the oath of office. And now that we have more than half of the wall built, and you notice, they don't talk about the wall anymore. They don't talk. Why don't you talk? I went, look at all those people back there. That's called fake news, fake news. Look at them. It's the fake news. They don't talk about the wall anymore. See, we won. We got the wall. It's going to be up to 300 next week. And it's going to be finished very soon. And as soon as we won, all of a sudden, they never talk about it. But you know where I talk about it? Numbers. The numbers are so good. The numbers are so low. We've never had numbers like this because that big portion of wall already built, you don't get through it. You can't get through it. You can climb Mount Everest, and you're going to have an awful hard time getting over that sucker. I stood up to the lobbyists. Everybody fought us, the Democrats, everyone. I fought the special interests. I kept every single promise that I made, and now I'm doing it with the drug companies. I just created favored nations. So if a nation buys it for less and they buy it for a fraction of what we pay, the drug companies have to sell it to us for the same price. And they're spending billions, they're spending so much. They're spending millions of dollars on advertising. Anytime you see an ad from a drug company, and they're rich, the farmer, it's called Big Farmer, the number one lobbyist. They spend millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars on life. Anytime you see, anytime at all, you see an ad by Big Farmer against me, you know your drug prices are coming down. That's what it is. They're not happy. And we're giving the rebate that creates tremendous wealth for the middleman. The rebate, it's going to the people now. We're bringing the rebate, and it's going to the people. They are not happy. I have a lot of people in that industry who do not like me too much. But you're going to get 50. You are going to get, and the Democrats would never do it. Biden would never do it because he doesn't understand it. But they would never do it. They would, in a million years, they wouldn't do it. It took a lot of guts to do it. I had a lot of people, a lot of good politicians go, sir, I don't think you should do it. I wonder why you're saying that. But we did it. We're going to have drug prices reduced over a very short period of time by not 2%. And last year, they went down a little bit. First time in 51 years that drug prices went down, but a little bit. We're going to have prices dropping 50, 60, and even 70%. Drugs. About time. And I'm proud to say that they've achieved the most secure border, our Border Patrol, in the history of the United States of America. We now have the most secure border we've ever had. And it's only going to get better. And we want people to come in, but we want them to come in through merit, right? And we want people that are going to come in and are going to love our country, not hate our country. 
Here in Yuma, Arizona, we've invested over $1.7 billion and poured 180,000 cubic yards — that's a lot of concrete — to build 108 miles of powerful border wall. I know who's going to vote for me. I don't know, Doug. I think I'm going to win Yuma. What do you think, Doug? I think when I hear those numbers, when we hear those numbers, we're winning. We're going to win Yuma big. Now you see it, and you see what's going up. And it's, uh, it's an incredible structure, all capable, all wired up for cameras, for everything you can have. Technology is incredible. In total, I've already completely planned for the final execution we're going to have by the end of the year. Everything that we said is going to be built. We may actually build some more in some uh, soft areas that we've noticed over the last two years. So we actually may put up some additional, but we will have it completed, everything we said, by the end of the year, and nobody thought that was possible. And we've reduced illegal border crossings by 60 percent since this time last year. And if we keep going at the rate, it'll be about 85 percent in about two months. So it's a great honor. And you know what? Your community is a much safer — you see the difference. It's a much safer place to be. But more important than these numbers is the fact that we've ended catch and release. You know what catch and release is? These great men and women catch somebody, maybe a murderer, maybe a rapist, maybe a trafficker. They catch somebody, take his name, take his number, and they release him into our country. And they say, come back in four years, you have a trial. No more. We take them out. We bring them out. And nobody said that was possible, because I couldn't have gotten it through the Democrats, because they don't like that. So we have people coming in to this country, some great people, some really bad people, too. And I mean murderers, and I mean rapists, I mean really bad people. And they don't get in, and they don't get back. When we bring them back to their country, could be Mexico also, they don't come back. Under the Obama, Biden — I call it O'Biden — under the O'Biden administration, our agents were ordered to ignore the law and release illegal aliens by the hundreds of thousands. And by the way, Mark Morgan — where's the great Mark Morgan? He's around here someplace. Mark Morgan has been so incredible, one of our executives. He said, we never built the cages. Those cages were built in 2014 by Obama, okay? We never built the cages. They were built by Obama. And uh, the fake news is constantly saying that I built cages for children. I didn't build them. They were built in 2014. There was a headline in Time magazine about the cage. And somebody called in that built it. They said, he didn't build it. We built that for the Obama administration. But they don't stop. They keep calling it. They say, I built cages. You'll see, you'll hear it in one of the debates. They'll say, you built cages, President. I said, no, I didn't build cages. That was built by Obama. Under the Trump administration, if you cross our border illegally, you are quickly apprehended and swiftly returned back home. We are proudly defending the job, safety, and security of the American people, which is what I promised to do. Nobody told me it was going to be this hard. Nobody told me I was going to have the Democrats go totally crazy. This was like a life-and-death war. You know why they don't talk about it anymore? 
because they know it's bad politics, because they know having a wall, they can't win that one. So they just say, let's forget it ever happened because we won. And they say, let's forget. They don't want to talk about it. That includes the millions of incredible Hispanic Americans who follow our laws, uplift our community, and protect our nation in uniform. Half of all Border Patrol agents are Hispanic Americans. I was just with them. And today, I salute each and every one of those true American heroes, and that's what they are. And you know, nobody understands the border better than Hispanics. They know what's good, what's bad. They don't want bad people coming into our country, taking their jobs, taking their homes, causing crime. Hispanic Americans are the people that are most in favor of what we're doing on the border. Can you believe Because they understand it. They understand it better than anybody. With the help of these patriots, We've stopped the rampant asylum fraud, shut down the human smugglers, and we're finding the drug dealers, traffickers, predators, and we're throwing them the hell in jail or sending them back home. MS-13, for the first time that you've ever seen this, MS-13 is totally on the run. Many of its leaders are right now behind bars, and we're deporting its members in record numbers we've never reported. I can't believe how many there are. But if Biden wins, it will be a giant jailbreak for MS-13 and vicious criminal gangs. China wants him to win so badly. Iran wants him to win so badly. When we win, I'll have a deal with Iran within a month. Watch. Because they're dying to make a deal. But that last hope that Biden will win, they will own our country. China, they will own our country. We made such a great deal, you know. Last week, they had the largest order of corn in the history of our country, the largest single order. Then they did it again. You know why they're doing that? Because they know I'm angry. Because they know I don't care so much anymore. We made a great trade deal, but I don't care. But it shows you how smart they are, Doug. Another with normal, normal brain power that say, well, I'm not going to buy any more corn because I don't get a lot. That's good. And we'll just decouple. Thank you very much. But they go the opposite. They buy so much corn. Record numbers. Soybeans, record numbers. The biggest last week, biggest ever. 42% of our farmers' crop is now China over the last little while. You know why? Because they don't want bad things to happen. That's why. So they're very smart. When I have every farmer in the country calling and saying, you know, please don't do anything. They're very, very smart. But we can never forget what China did to this country and did to the world. The historic achievements that I've discussed today are only a slim fraction of the extraordinary accomplishment that we've all done together in the last four years. Here's just a short list of our landmarks. Really, they are landmarks, true landmarks. We instituted a national security travel ban on the world's most dangerous regions, including jihadist regions, keeping terrorists and extremists out of our country. Everyone said, oh, that's so bad. Remember when they said, oh, that's so bad. I don't think it's so bad at all. We won the travel ban. The fake news said we didn't because we lost in the lower court, we lost in the second court, and we won in the Supreme Court. So they said we lost. Can you believe? They said we lost, Debbie. 
because we lost the first two, but we won in the Supreme Court. So they said they lost. And I guess technically they're right. We lost what it didn't matter. But we have it. We have a great travel ban now for countries that are not countries where we don't want the people coming in. Over the last three years, ICE officers have made over 380,000 arrests of aliens with criminal records, including those charged or convicted of over 145,000 assaults, 40,000 sex crimes, and 5,800 murders. Over the last three years, Border Patrol and ICE have seized over 2 million pounds of fentanyl, heroin, meth, and other deadly narcotics. And you see it all the time. We stripped federal grant funding from deadly sanctuary cities. They want to have a sanctuary city. Not going to be like the old days. We canceled the lawless policies of the previous administration and empowered border agents and ICE officers to do their jobs and proudly enforce the laws of the United States of America. We removed 20,000 gang members, including 4,500 MS-13. That's pretty good. Who would ever think there's that many? I entered into three landmark agreements with Honduras and El Salvador and Guatemala to end the abuse of the asylum system. We cut down that payment that I was talking about substantially, and they're still very happy, and they are working with us very well, and that includes Mexico. Right now, Mexico has 27,000 of their soldiers on our southern border, helping us to guard our southern border. And we're giving you the tools to do the job that you signed up for. That's what we've done. I entered into a historic partnership with Mexico known as the Migrant Protection Protocols to safely return asylum seekers to Mexico while awaiting hearings in the United States. You know about that. We had to have them in the United States. If we captured them, we had to keep them here. I said, no, no, we don't want them here. We want them outside. We got sued all over the place, and we won. So now they don't come into the United States. They can wait outside. For the first time ever, the United States is now exercising our full legal authority to expedited removal. We don't have to go through years and years of litigation. You need Perry Mason to try and win. We ended the Obama-Biden policy of giving work permits to newly arriving illegal aliens. Think of that one. We established the National Vetting Center the most advanced visa screening system anywhere in the world. We know so much about the people coming in. We know the good and we know the bad. We've suspended refugee resettlements from the world's most dangerous regions because nothing is more important than keeping America safe. To me, it's number one. We've made historic progress to crack down on visa overstays. You know all about that. They overstay for years. They say, maybe a night, maybe two nights. Well, five years later, you catch them. Nope, we ended it. We issued strict sanctions on countries that failed to take back their own criminals. We have many countries beyond the four that I mentioned, the three plus one, many countries. They all take them back now, before they weren't taking them back at all. The last administration simply released these criminals. We're making sure they go home, and we're making sure they stay home. We don't want them. We issued regulations to stop the horrible practice of birth tourism. You know what that is, right? 
Anchor babies, you know that, right? Anchor babies. Have a baby in our country and you stay for the rest of your life. Congratulations, you're a citizen for 90 years. And then you bring in your family. You bring in your family, right? No, no good. I implemented a historic public charge regulation to finally and fully enforce the federal requirement that newcomers to our country must be financially self-sufficient. They cannot accept welfare for at least five years. To protect our country and our agents during the pandemic, my administration took immediate action to ensure the safe and rapid return of all illegal aliens. We brought them back. We have very few in our country now. We brought them back. Can you believe it? To protect U.S. workers, I suspended the entry of low-wage workers that threaten all of your jobs, American jobs. And we're finalizing the new H-1B regulations to permanently end the displacement of U.S. workers. In January, after the China virus, uh, after the outbreak, after the outbreak, the China virus outbreak, it came from Wuhan, right? I swiftly implemented a travel ban on China, and I was criticized. Biden opposed the ban. He said, I oppose the ban. He had no idea what the hell he was doing. Why do you oppose it, Joe? I don't know. They told me to say that. If we had listened to sleepy Joe Biden, hundreds of thousands of additional American lives would have been lost. We did a good thing. That was in January, I posted, very early. A month later, Pelosi and all these people said, oh, no, let people come in. We can't. We imposed it because China was heavily infected. Then I imposed it on Europe also, heavily infected with Italy and France and Spain. Compare our achievements with the insane and lethal policies that Biden and Bernie Sanders want. The entire Biden-Harris, how about her? Is she a great one? Is she big? By the way, you talk about guns? She wants no Second Amendment. She wants to raise your taxes to a level. You'll be paying your government back for a long time. She is not the right pick, but she was my number one draft pick. They asked me that. What do you think? I said, I'm very happy. They thought I was happy. They thought I was happy for him. No, I was happy for me. The Biden-Harris plan is a step-by-step -step recipe for abolishing America's borders. In the Biden-Bernie manifesto, Joe Biden promises to restore and expand catch and release across the entire U.S. border. You believe that? We just got rid of it. Free all illegal aliens from federal detention and close detention facilities this would make removing illegal aliens totally impossible, and you would have murderers, killers, rapists in your midst. I don't think so. Immediately suspend all removals, triggering a tidal wave of, really, a flood, if you think, a flood all across our border. End prosecution of illegal border crosses, ensuring that illegal aliens will repeatedly reenter the country over and over again and terminate all protections we have enacted against asylum fraud. They want to do things that nobody thought was even possible to contemplate. Now, this is all simple, and I really respect because so far I've only seen about four or five people go down, because it is hot in here. But I will tell you this. I, it's 120. You know what I said before? Think of yourself at a great spa, a great sauna, where it's 120 degrees. 
And we have to pay a lot of money to be there. You have to pay a lot of money. Getting off the border, getting off illegal protection, all of that, we are going to lower your taxes further. We gave you the biggest tax increase in the history of — the biggest tax decrease in the history of our country. We decreased your taxes more than anybody has ever done, and we're doing more because that's going to spell growth. And that's what happened. Companies are moving in like nobody has seen before. So we're doing that. Massive additional regulation cuts. We've cut regulations more than any president in the history of our country, whether it's four years, eight years, or in one case, more. I told you already, our military is the best it's ever been. It's got $2.5 trillion worth of new, beautiful jets and equipment and rockets and everything. Hopefully, we never have to use it. And our nuclear arsenal, and hopefully, hopefully we never have to even look at it, our nuclear arsenal is at a level that it's never, ever been before, and we have to have it there, but we never want to use it. So we have done things, not only on the border. The border is one element, and to me, it's very important. Something that they always say about a president, the most important thing a president can do is the appointment of federal judges and Supreme Court justices. So by the end of our — not my — our first term, we will have appointed 300 federal judges and appeals court judges and two Supreme Court justices. And when it comes to Second Amendment, when it comes to life, when it comes to a lot of things that you people live for, if you don't have the Supreme Court and if you don't have the courts on your side, you can forget it. And the next president, I think, will pick two, three, or even four justices of the Supreme Court. They can be on the court for 40 to 50 years. You pick them young. They could be on there for 40 to 50 years. This is going to be the most consequential presidency. This is going to be the most important — and I never thought I'd say it because of what happened four years ago — this is going to be the most important election of your life. So I just want to Thank you. So I just want to say, stay healthy, stay sharp, be careful, be very careful. Go out and work like hell. We need every single vote that we can get, because it's probably going to be close. I always assume it's going to be close. They have these suppression — the fakers back there, they have these suppression polls where they interview many more Democrats than they do Republicans. Doug and I were talking about it. And they take out of registered voters. It's not registered. They say most likely to vote voters. That's what you — most likely. Registered. They're dead. They're old. They're not going to go. They're not going to do anything. Be careful with your ballots, but get out there. November 3rd is the biggest date — one of the biggest dates in your life. In many cases, frankly, it's the most important date of your life. One other thing. We've done a lot. We've gotten rid of a lot of nonsense from Obama, 
like the Paris Accord that cost us tens of billions of dollars and gave us nothing. We've gotten rid of so many different things that you have no idea. But you know what? If we don't win, they can put it back. And with the things that we did put in, which are many, many, many things, many things, our military, our vets, everything, with all of the things that we put in, it's like a tree. It takes a little while to grab on. You transplant. It's got to grab on. If we have four more years, there's nothing that they can do. Our country is sailing. Our country is sailing. So, Yuma, thank you very much. Arizona, thank you very much. Thank you for all your support. We love you. We will never, ever let you down. We will never let you down. Governor, thank you. Martha, go out and win. Go out and win. Vote McSally. Thank you, everybody.